Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories. Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Hi, friends. Welcome to Shine with Marilena Cortez and Mark Sedgwick. We are gathered here in Houston, Texas at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Mark, tell us a little bit about... What are we doing here today? Yeah, we're here at the NFB Conference, the National Federation of the Blind Conference. It's a really special occasion this time around. It's our second year here with Shine Podcast. First time we were in Louisiana. Some of you guys remember that first video. We're gathering some more podcasts, sharing some more light, trying to figure out what it takes to live a life with hope, even if you have no sight. Exactly. And this is Sailor Kubu. We're actually we're co-recording. Yeah. I'm part of a ho- I host the Hope Without Sight podcast that feature people who've overcome challenges in life and now live a life abundant, full of bliss. And I want to teach you the same. So welcome. 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 Let's, let's call, welcome our guest. Would you uh, introduce yourself, Gina and Miss? You're not wearing your knee tug. Miss Carol and Miss Gina. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is Carol Onsley. I'm actually here originally from Houston, uh, uh, born and raised in Louisiana. I have Usher syndrome type 2. I have a dual sensory loss of being deaf blind. Mm-hmm. And Miss Gina, can you introduce yourself? Uh, yes. Hi, I'm Gina Tombrello, and I live in Dallas now. And I have uh, was also born with Usher syndrome type 2A. So I have a dual disability, among some other stuff too. But anyway, we are here to talk about the deaf blind. So thank you for having us. Awesome. Yes. Yes. That's a unique population. You know, that's a really unique thing to have both sensory uh, situations. So tell us a little bit about maybe your origin story. Let's start with you, Gina. What was, where did did your story start and uh, how have you come to where you are now? Oh gosh, well, Uh, I remember when I was about five years old and I was at my cousin's wedding and my mother was like, come on, we got to go catch the flower, you know, the bouquet, right? So I'm like, well, mom, I don't want to catch a fly. So (laughs) so she kept saying, you know, no, we're going to go catch the flower. And I kept thinking, okay, she's saying, why why are we going to go catch a fly? I don't want to go catch a fly. So she discovered then that I must have had an issue with hearing. So that's how we found out about my hearing loss. Oh, wow. wow. But when I was um, 16 at my sweet 16th birthday party, um, and so no, nobody else can do this, but uh, some of my friends and my brother, we decided to go wrap a house. I was living in Houston. <laughs> and so um, anyway, there was a car that was following us. It was kind of, you know, late, you know, in the, in the evening, eight, nine o'clock. And um, so my friends and my brother, they started to run once they saw this car following us. I mean, we were in a safe, good neighborhood. And then all of a sudden the car turns the corner, but I couldn't see anything but a light. So I ran up to a house on the porch, 
uh, where a light was because that's what I was able to see. Mm -hmm. So when that car turned the corner, you know, my heart was racing and everything. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? It was my mother. She was following us. Oh, wow. So when she noticed, uh, you know, you know how mothers are protective. Yeah. So when I, um, when she saw me on the porch and everybody else left me, she was like, hmm. Light went off and like, okay, let's go check her eyes out. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa. Wow. Uh, and then they said I wouldn't be able to drive at night, but nobody ever told me it was progressive until mm. I was 29. I was, wow. I was diagnosed legally blind. And um, <clears throat> because I kept missing steps and cars were kind of sneaking up on me while I was driving. And I was like, what is going on? Um, so the doctor uh, told me that, you know, legally blind and I had to hang up my keys on, on May 17th, 1994, I think it was. Wow. And I had a four-year-old. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so before we, we continue with your story, I want to talk about Miss Carol's story. So can yes. you tell us about your origin story? Yeah, Carol, please go okay. ahead. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was born in Sulphur, Louisiana, and I was two when they discovered I couldn't hear because they would call my name out um, and I wouldn't turn around. Mm -hmm. So, of course, no, I had to go through the hearing test and then discover that I was hard of hearing. But... I did not learn until that I was losing my vision until I was 34. Mm -hmm. um, I was driving. I had really, um, I didn't think I had any issues. But one time I was out at a, a like a, a, a barbecue or something at night and I couldn't get around. All of a sudden I was hanging on to my friend. I said, okay, something's wrong here. Why can I no, no longer see at night? Mm -hmm. So, but it was not until 1995. Uh, I was like I said, I was 34 when I found out that I had um, the RP, had Escher syndrome. Mm -hmm. So, and I kept driving. Fortunately for me, um, I kept driving until I was 50. Wow. Yeah. All right. Wow. You look so young. I didn't know you were over 50. <laughs> yeah. You look great. You also you look beautiful. Uh, thank you. But yeah. isn't the importance wow. of having parents that pay attention to to us as children? Yeah. Yes. It's so important to pay attention to the little details, and that's why so checkups are so important. You know, Absolutely. The checkups, the annual checkups, and um, wow, that just brings so many memories wow. to of a lot of my students who were not diagnosed with different things until maybe fourth, fifth, or sixth grade, or when I was in eighth grade. You know, teaching yeah. eighth graders. Sometimes it's not a teacher. Uh, that'll notice sometimes it's not a parent that'll notice but you know we need somebody to notice exactly you know and maybe it's not even us crying out for help because we think it's normal it seems like you guys didn't even realize at first that y'all had y'all were different yeah. right and so for somebody to notice you know for somebody to step up and say something that hey yeah. you know maybe you need to get checked up and you see I know it's hard to accept your differences, but once you do, a diagnosis is not an end. It's only like a destination. Wow. It's only a chapter. It is. Yeah. yeah. And once you open that chapter, uh, you never know where it's going to take Hello, you. And here you are Hi. at the, the Shine Conference. So what brought you ladies at the conference this time? <laughs> we're we're, no, we're, we're right live now. on the podcast. Is it 
Muslim conference? No, no. not here, no. I'm so sorry. That's yeah. okay, that's okay. It's we'll let it, we'll let it. I think um, you're getting close though. It might be the next room over, I think. I think. It's three, four, uh, six, I'm not sure which one. It might be B, yeah, the next one over. Okay, perfect, I'm so sorry. That's okay, man, no worries, no worries. Uh oh, it came out. We're yeah. good editors, no worries. Okay, yes, mom, go yeah. ahead. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I was saying what it's amazing that once you discover now you're here at the blind conference and what brings you to the blind conference? What are you sharing this year or mm. what are you learning? Uh, well, for me, when I finally moved to Dallas and I had the opportunity to join many different low vision blind organizations uh, because Birmingham just didn't have that. Uh, NFB was one of the ones that I have been familiar with for many years. And I just decided, you know, uh, it would be nice to come here to learn the different technologies, what they have to offer us now, because, you know, the things that I have right now is truly amazing with the hearing aids and the hearing aids that are associated with the app and the Comdex that I wear, you know, and then the visual aids. Uh, everything that's out there is remarkable. So um, what else is out here besides people and um, some of the technologies and, and just learning a lot more about what is offered to us? Yeah. That's beautiful. How can we find solutions? Right, that's a big thing, right? Like that OKO, right? Is that what it's called, Sailor? OKO, you have a stoplight. Yeah, dude. We, we, yeah. we got to interview them just yesterday. So we're already starting to highlight some, some of these technologies. It's amazing what people are making, how people are willing to use what we have in this new tech age and incorporate into the, the populations who need help. So we That's really right. appreciate that, yeah. And, and I just find it fascinating. Last year when we went, we had so many challenges in, in New Orleans. Uh, oh, so yes. Mark and I were helping people cross the street. Mm -hmm. You know, we went yeah. there to visit one of his friends and one thing led to a, to another. Mm -hmm. Then we were helping people cross the street because New Orleans was not prepared. No, it was not. Remember, no. the lights, even for just people could see also, it was horrible. It, oh, absolutely. At, at, least ten, at least 10 people or so got hit there. And <gasps> wow. I, was, yes. I, was, I was not, I'm glad it wasn't there this year. And I, I, I'll never go back to New Orleans again. Wow. It's, yeah. Well, they, they said they're going to prepare, so I don't know how many years it's going to take. I know wow. this year they're still not prepared, but we welcome you uh, to Houston, Texas. And uh, I noticed there's a little bit more preparation yes. here, and I really love that. Um, I love that the fact yeah. that they closed some streets, they made yes. things a little bit more at accessible. least to be more accessible, you know, for people uh, that need to, to have the extra sound or the extra visuals mm -hmm. that they could see or, or the lights i see a lot of lights too yeah, yeah. I, I actually was there that was my first conference and i almost did not come to this year's conference because of the bad experience oh. of the one in new orleans oh. i thought wow i don't want to go through this again yep. and uh this has been <laughs> a, a wonderful conference here in, in texas and houston awesome. yeah I'm really enjoying it i just um Definitely, definitely much more accessible, yes. and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm so glad that you didn't let that fear and that bad experience overcome. Right. You, you, you know, I'm so glad you made it. You're right. here on the Shine Podcast. We get to share the light with some people. So let's go ahead and transition to that next part of your story. What are you guys doing now? How did you guys overcome your blind circumstance, the deaf circumstances that you were faced with? Um, Good and, question, and, Mark. And, yeah. and who, 
who helped you guys to have a positive attitude? Because there's somebody who planted seeds, you know, maybe many people, but yeah, let's start with Gina. Well, even though, you know, I um, refused to catch a fly at my cousin's wedding, um, uh, you know, my mom really tried to push the hearing aids on me at that time, and I would not wear them, okay? She tried and tried, but I refused, and it really wasn't until I was 17. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I can hear the leaves rustling. I can wow. hear the birds singing, you know, almost for the first time. And so now I can't live without them. And, mm -hmm. you know, the technology has changed with the hearing aids. And every time I think I have good hearing aids at the time, you know, I have to get new ones. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so much better. Oh, that's um, so yes, I am, I'm very pleased with the hearing aids that I have now and Great. how it has the app that I can change in certain environments that I'm in oh, wow. uh, <clears throat> and my Comdex because um, I can answer my phone through my Comdex that I wear around my neck. Mm. I can mute out sounds if I need to in order to hear the phone. So I mean technology has been uh, really good for me. Okay and so um, as far as uh, the visual impairment, uh, when I did find out I was legally blind and had to put up the keys, that was a very depressing moment. And I take that back, it was 1996, 1994. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, laying on the couch, being depressed, I have a four-year-old. Mm -hmm. How am I going to get him to school? He hasn't even started school yet. Mm -hmm. uh, soccer games, birthday parties, mm -hmm. you know? But you know what? You adapt yeah. to any circumstances that come in your life. So it took me a little while, and I'm like, you know what? I am not going to let this hold me down. No. So Amen. I, I, uh, I'm just like, you know what? I don't need depression medicine. I got God in my life. Woo. And I'm like, Woo it's just going to lead me in the way that I need to go. So yes. I picked up, you know, I, I dusted myself. I picked myself up and we had to move back to my, to Birmingham with the first, uh, with my son's father <clears throat> and learn, you know, hey, I'm going to need help with rides. And and uh, and then that's where life uh, started right there for me, and it's mm. been on the up since. Wow! You know the visual treatment has been progressive, uh, but there is still hope. Um, yeah. And uh, I just I just keep the faith, and I keep my fingers crossed that I know something's going to happen one of these days. Amen. Just let life stop me. I'm I'm all about fun. I'm all about sociology. Well, looking for people and friends and being social. Um, mm -hmm. My friends call me the social butterfly, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm on the go. My um, before the vision loss, my. Um, my dad used to call me Gina Longlegs. Well, mm -hmm. it stands to this day. I'm always on the go. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Sounds like my mom. It seems like you and my mom could be good friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, of course, before we close out the podcast, I want to ask a final question. My customary ending, but before y'all do, do y'all have more? But yeah, we need to ask. We got to ask Miss Carol first Ms. Carol. her story yeah. before oh, we right. close out, yeah? Oh, oh my right. gosh. Um, mine is not very fascinating. Um, well, for me, when my mother and my father discovered that I was hard of hearing, they refused to send me to Baton Rouge. This is back in the early 60s. So, you know, they refused to send me to Baton Rouge to the school for the deaf. Mm -hmm. So they had a bunch of, I think, people that got together 
in Sulphur and where they had, um, I guess, went to the Fauna Center in Lake Charles. Mm -hmm. Well, they were able to send a few of us to go and learn language and speech and, you know, just kind of get a head start on our education so mm -hmm. we could start speaking because we were not speaking because we couldn't hear. Right. So, um, so since then, you know, I have been pretty much mainstreamed. And so, and so throughout my life, you know, I guess, you know, from my mother, my, my father had passed away when I was very young. So it's been the influence that my mother has really mm. has motivated me and really pushed me to keep going on with my life and to you know, live life. But again, you know, um, I didn't discover until I was uh, losing my vision until later in life. But I've always had a positive attitude and wish you would just, just live your life and enjoy it and just, you know, you have to just face the challenges that come your way, but you just continue to live. And yes. along, you know, as it comes. Yeah. I like to tell people or myself when I'm when I'm dealing with any kind of challenges, like I tackle it. I want to tackle it. I want to go get help mm -hmm. or find the solutions, but I'm not gonna just sit there, you know. No. I right. love the way you actually got put the right people and the right equipment and the right tools that you need to continue to shine your light, you know. Yeah. yeah. Not to let yeah. anything bring you down or, or stop you from living life. And continue to enjoy life, and especially you have a little one. You know how old is your your son now? Thirty one. Wow! And I have a ten year old granddaughter. And granddaughter. Yeah. See, so you did you did it for that little guy? You know that that you said, oh my four year old. I had a four year old, and I think our kids motivate us. Thank but you. even if you don't have a son or a daughter, you know you have family, friends. A mom, a dad, that you need to continue to live and shine your light and allow, you know, a God to guide you. And he'll always show you the solutions. He'll mm -hmm. show you the way. Um, but we can't just sit at home and wait. You got to right. walk out there, get out. And, 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 I'm, and I'm doing that now with my venture that I'm on. I'm shining my light. Let God help me leave away. And, you know, That's right. Marie, you said... Trust God in one of your speeches. And now I'm going to give a speech one day. You know, I enjoy hearing your speech at Thank you. Houston Christian University. <laughs> Yes, I have. And now you're shining your light through also your podcast, and yeah, I love it, and I love that you're in our lives because you inspire us too. Um, yeah, that's right. You're awesome. That's right. And with employment, you know, you just have to find the adaptive technology and the tools mm -hmm. to get you, you know, you know, continue to be employed. And also, employers they need to understand that we can perform job functions, and a lot of them exactly. don't. Exactly. Yeah. It's not yeah. good. Give them a chance. Let them show up and prove themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, we can find a way for them to, to, to contribute. You know, we can all we all have a gift. We all have a light to shine. So, you know, whether you get employed to to share your light and, and share your gift and help provide some value, or like Sailor's doing, he's gonna be being a, he's become an entrepreneur. A business owner, yeah. Yes, and he's trying to make it happen. Yeah. And so he keeps sharing his light and we will too. Yeah. Um, any final words? Um, I, I got a really powerful question that, that came to me that I, I think we'll, we should share. We'll start with Gina. What do you want to tell to maybe the younger you, like the, the kid you or, or, you know, the kids of today, the youth? What do they need to know so they can keep marching forward and, and not get stuck by fear or, or anger or depression? What, what do you have for them? 
Uh, for me, I would have to say, go through what you have to go through, but make it short-lived um, <clears throat> and keep the faith instead of fear. Always replace faith over fear mm. and reach out, reach out for help. There's people out there, there's support groups. Yes. Um, and, and that and that way you're gonna make friends, you're gonna you're gonna understand what technology is out there for you and do not give up. Mm. Amen. And you gonna add on to that, Sailor? I wanna add on well just I'm all, I'm gonna ask a, a similar question. Okay. Uh, wait. Carol, you responded. Now, Gina, you, I'll let you respond and I'll ask my well, question. Well, it's Carol's turn. Yeah, Gina already yeah. went. <laughs> so Carol, whoever went, Carol, you don't. Yeah, it's just, it's a, just, it's a world of opportunities. You know, it's just can't let anything hold you back. You know, you will discover that there is so many other people like you um, who are going through what you're going through. And you have to find the people, like Gina mentioned, the support groups. And they are there. Um, nothing should stop you. There should be no obstacles that you know that you cannot overcome. But um, you just have to just keep pushing through and, and have a you know positive outlook and have faith in God and and you know there's just a a world filled filled with opportunity. Yeah, don't give up. Stay on the search. Yeah, Sailor, what you got, brother? So I'm um, my customary ending I ask is. What advice would you give anybody that's struggling in life? I, I guess it may be very similar to the question you already answered, but give it a shot. What advice could you give to anybody who's struggling in life and doesn't see where to turn? Um, you just can't give up. And there's, like I said, there's so many opportunities out there. Um, you're going to go through the depression and there's always phases that you would go through. Yeah. But once you get out and discover that you know, there are support groups and there is help out there. And also, I do want to make a comment that I wish I'd learned, I, I wish I'd gone to conferences years ago mm. and learned all the things that I'm learning here. Um, yeah. I, I'm an older adult, so I just wish I did it when I was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I discovered all that was here for you. That's great. And um, you know, I wish I learned Braille. I wish I learned sign language so I can communicate with the deaf-blind people. Mm -hmm. I'm still having to rely on, um, you know, interpreters. But if I could join the group by learning sign language and Braille and everything, I could be uh, having more of a direct connection with them. Yeah. Well, That's it's never true. too late. Don't forget that. You know, yeah. I, I just had a friend who's in her 60s and just graduated from college. Wow. And so I, she's like, she reminded me of, hey, it's never too late. And I think if you really want to, you start like baby steps. Start with one, one, one of the two. You know, sign language yes, or braille, exactly. and just go ahead and give it a try. And before you know it, you'll be done with one, and then you start the next one. You know. And yeah. Like, no matter how how old you are, I know you can. You can. We can learn. You know. Exactly. I'm learning right now. I'm, I'm gonna learn um, French because I did it in high school. But now I'm getting ready to travel and I'm like, okay, I need to go and take some French classes so when I go to France, I can communicate. And I speak Spanish, so it should be a lot easier, right? Like now that I have the foundation. So okay. it's never too late. I think we should never give up and always remember that no matter how we are, we can yeah. still learn something new. Right, right, yeah. right. And don't be scared. Uh, do not shelter yourself. Do not let anybody tell you that you cannot do it. 
just make sure you stay with people um, of the light and uh, you can overcome anything. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So you guys keep on sharing your light. Keep on showing up to the conferences. Wherever God is calling you, listen to that voice. Yeah. Show up. You might just save someone's life. I've already been used by God. When I showed up, I talked to a man who, who needed some prayer, and, and uh, we had a great conversation. And I, I really think that uh, he shared some good words with me that can change my life, and I think I really shared some words with him about God that can change his life. So don't underestimate the power of what a little love can do, a little conversation can do, a little prayer can do. Don't underestimate that. Y'all keep on shining your light. Thank you, Gina. Thank, Thank you, Carol. You. Thank You're you, welcome. Sailor, my yeah. brother. Yeah. Thank you. Another year. Thank you for inviting us. And thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we'll see you guys next year. Remember, continue to shine your light. And yes. no matter the trials in life, remember, God will show you the way. And also, remember, never give up hope. You can truly live a life. My motto is transcend, transcend challenges. Embrace bliss. Bliss is a word I use in my vocabulary. The sound of a word makes me feel so good. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Hope Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms and tell your friends and family to do the same. And in the meantime, blessings to all.